beautiful Friday for baseball talk on the Ranting and Braving podcast. And another beautiful Friday, Eric, where the Lakers are not playing basketball. <laughs> oh, man, I was hoping you were going to give me a couple minutes to warm up to this, but that's fine. We can get into this right now if you'd like. But yeah, I'm doing all right. I just want to take I want to take my victory lap out of the gate. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real good. And you know what's cracking me up too? Not I mean, now hey, hey, listen. Um that I we're don't gonna take still pleasure. Trey Young. I don't take pleasure in the fact that y'all are sad that the Lakers are out. Um <laughs> but I too do take pleasure in the fact that I called that so perfectly. Um and would like to point out the NBA playoffs this year have just been a mess. Yeah. Just a mess. I thought the Heat were gonna put away the Celtics, and here we are. Here we are. I'm drawing it out. I think I might be more annoyed if the Heat end up beating, or I mean, if the Celtics end up beating the Heat than the Lakers being swept. Like, oh, I'd be irate. I have two goals when it comes to watching basketball: it's see the Lakers win and see the see the Celtics lose. So, if the Lakers don't win, my hope is that the Celtics lose. I don't really care about much else other than that. It's Lakers win, Celtics lose. If those two things are happening, I'm happy. If one of those things is happening, I'm usually happy. But I don't like when one is happening and the other one is not. Because I don't like the Celtics. I don't like them winning. Um, This is not good. So, go Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I I could care less about Jimmy Butler. Um, I mean, I could too, but, but he's the only chance I have for seeing the Celtics go home. Well, that's fair. I just don't want to see the Heat again. I just, I'm tired. I'm tired of the Heat. Give, give me fair. ten years. Give that's me ten fair. years. Give me a ten year break. Um, I and mean, I don't want to hear any of this slander about the Lakers putting together a package for Trey Young, <laughs> um, because his statue is going to look real neat next to Neek's statue. Um, uh-huh. I I just I can't you guys I can't and the internet is a buzz. With it's okay. All, you can still you put know. a statue of a 25-year-old um Trey Young or however old he is and then we'll build the older version of Trey Young and we'll put that next to Kobe and Magic and Shaq and he'll look great. And then when you come out here to visit, we'll go and we'll visit Trey Young's statue in 15 years and you can bring Evie and you can be like, "Here Evie, here is the Laker great Trey Young. <laughs> no chance. There's, I just don't see a situation where the Lakers even have anything they can put together realistically for a for a comparable trade package. It doesn't Your need to be a comparable trade great. package. It does. He's a he's it a does. clutch. He's a clutch person. All he has to yeah. do is say, "I don't want to be here. I want to play for the Lakers." The Lakers say, okay, you can have D'Angelo Russell, you can have Malik Beasley, you can have, mm-hmm. we'll give you Max Christie or the first pick, whichever one you want more. And no, I don't want any of them. Those are guys, like, those are role players at best. I don't want yeah. a bunch of role players. Trey is our star. I'm not trading a star for a bunch of role players and in a lottery, post-lottery pick. That's that, fine. You like, don't have to take the pick. You can have nothing. I don't. I'll give you Rui want, Hachimura. No, I like Rui, but I don't like him Rui's enough really in this good. trade. I like me some Rui. I, him coming out of Gonzaga, I was here for that. And I, the Hawks were were in contention for him for a second, and then I think he got snatched up in the draft. I like him. Yeah. Um, but no, He's, I will not really abide. impressed me. I, I will heard... not abide the Trey Young slander and the Trey Young going to L.A. talk. It's not happening. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll be... Hawking and braving after that. Oh, I'll be hawking. I'll be hawking something up. (laughs) That happens. All right. Well, it's okay. It's either him or Kyrie, whichever one we choose, and you guys can have the other one. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Um, well. Are we ready to? Well, do you want to stay on the ranting? Do you want to talk about the Dodgers series too? <laughs> we could, but let's, uh, Eric. Let's jump into our uh, our rants of the week, and I'm going to let right. you go first. 
Um, my rant of the week. Well, can I? I mean, I already got started with my disappointment with the Lakers. I just, I give me an extra. I'm going to take an extra two minutes to whine about the Lakers, even though this is a you, Braves podcast. You take your two minutes, Eric. Or right. is yours? So I think what's annoying is the this whole time the Lakers were within reach. Like the Nuggets aren't that. Oh, let me rephrase this. It's not so much that they are not way better than us or anything, but every one of those games was close. It's like, if we make a shot, if Jamal Murray doesn't just go crazy in the fourth quarter, a couple of those games, like we are there. The fact that we blew a 15 point lead in the fourth quarter, like the whole series was just frustrating because we were on the verge of like, Oh, we got this. We can get this. We're going to be able to extend this series. I had myself convinced that if we, Get to a game seven, we're going to win it. If we get to a game six at home, we're going to win it. Then all you need to do is win game four at home and game five on the road. That's one game that's challenging to win, and we got this. Well, fortunately, we coughed up the two games that we needed to win, and we coughed up the game that we had in game two, and it was just not going to happen. So fool's gold, got ourselves, got our hopes up. Now they're going to blow up the whole team. Um as much as I've enjoyed D'Angelo Russell and have rooted for D'Angelo Russell and hoped and hoped and hoped that he would be the prodigal son, he's not. Now he's just the son that can't get out of his own way and plays like a sloth, and it's just kind of disappointing. So there's my Lakers rant. I'm sure I've got a baseball rant in there somewhere, but I'll let you go first. Um, just as we as we pivot that i would just like to point out and i don't think anybody wants to talk about it except for maybe some of the the higher level sports pundits mm-hmm. um but we are watching the beginning of the end for lebron yeah. james yeah and there's no way around it yeah it's been a fun ride but we are mm-hmm. we are at the end mm-hmm. um and i would just hate for him to go the way of tom brady where mm-hmm. he fights and struggles and tries to stay in a league that, I mean, the man has had a, a top, at least a top 10 NBA player career, if not top five. LeBron? Um, yeah. Top 10? Yeah. He's way higher than top 10. He's the leading scorer ever. He has I'm dominated. Some wiggle room. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving ooh. some wiggle room. All right, all right. I'm going to not turn this into LeBroning and raving, but... Um, Categorically speaking, LeBron James is very easily one of the top three players to ever play the game. There we go. That's the respect I'm but, looking for. But you could argue, if you want a micro, go micro. Anyway, all right, That's why right, I leave a little fine. bit of room. My Dominic rant... Wilkins, Trey Young, LeBron. No. I got you. No. No, no, I love me some Neek. Sharif Abdurrahim. Hey, listen. Hey, put some respect on that man's name. And Akimbe Mutombo. Big Salim Stoudemire guy. Kyle Korver. And and don't forget Hawks legend, Josh Smith. Okay. Oh, I love Josh Smith. Josh Smith was was awesome. I couldn't handle him. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> transitioning away from the NBA and back to the purpose of this podcast being the Braves. Eric, I did it last week and I'm going to do it again. Um, but my rant, uh, mm-hmm. maybe more specifically than just the, the vague or the, the the stuff I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Brian Snickers bullpen management mm-hmm. <laughs> is driving me up the absolute wall. If this wall was covered in razor blades and spikes because bullpen game after bullpen game, we collapse. Um, I love Michael Tonkin and what he's contributed. I'm glad he's on the DL. Um, I don't think he's hurt, but I think his time has come. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. Um, We'll be happy to give you your ring at the end of the year. Um, But Brian Snickers bullpen management needs to have somebody asking some serious questions. And I don't say that to be over dramatic. Mm-hmm. The the man is running this bullpen into the ground every mm-hmm. five days mm-hmm. because we don't know who's on. And then, oh my gosh, what was the game? Was it, it was the Dodgers game where we put in AJ Minter 
Oh yeah, that you was put rough. in AJ Minter. That was game one. Uh, uh, listen, okay, you know what I do for a living, and y'all forgive me, but I got to look at this and go, Brian Snicker, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> the 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 man's cutter has been off for weeks. Mm-hmm. It's apparent. It's obvious. Everybody on Braves radio, local radio knows his cutter, not effective right now. That's fine. Don't put him in a situation to fail like that mm-hmm. because that was the difference in the game. That was the difference in the game. So anyways, but Brian, somebody needs to pull Brian Snicker into their office and say, hey, um, bullpen management. I will say um, Nick Anderson is bailing this man out. Um, mm-hmm. But but the the bullpen management has got to get fixed whether we call up another starter who's a little bit more permanent or mm-hmm. we give some guys some rest but mm-hmm. um we're we're not even we're not quite into june eric and these guys mm-hmm. have crazy numbers for innings mm-hmm. pitched mm-hmm. so that's true. that's my rant that's my okay. rant okay so here's i'm going to give a counterpoint to this because while I 100% agree these bullpen games are not the thing, and this year hasn't been the year for bullpen games. The bullpen has been too inconsistent. We haven't gotten the performance that we've needed to be able to lean on the bullpen like we have in the past. So it's not it's not an effective strategy, but it's getting us through a difficult time period. And I think we're at the point where it's like, okay, we need to move away from that. We have we don't have enough off days, and so um, some other some thoughts. AJ Minter is going to be important for us to be successful, right? Agreed. And in order for us to be successful, he needs to get right. In order for him to get right, now I think he's probably due for a fifteen day um, shoulder or elbow. No, just arm soreness. Um, toe sprain left pinky twisted thing where he just goes and sits and clears his head and then he'll come back ready to go i think he's probably due for that but you can't look at the numbers you can't judge him and say oh well he's got a 70 ra and we can't use it you're gonna have to look past that because his era is Mm -hmm. too terrible for us to recover from that he's gonna have a bad era and that's just the way this year goes but that doesn't mean that he can't rip off a month or two of like really good baseball so we're gonna have to pick our spots it's hard when you're dealing with the dodgers i have a feeling this next month against some lesser competitions going to be the time where he starts to figure his stuff out and simply that's just because his arm is warm that competition's not as strong and he's gonna need to do it um but um the other thing that we have working for us is um, Michael Soroka has continued to get been, be able to be stretched and is starting to look more and more like a regular starting pitcher. Um, I recently saw a note that he may be called up this coming week, so that's a good sign. I think we need to be um, just very appreciative of what – Bryce Elder has done because Bryce Elder has stabilized his spot in the mm. rotation to, I mean, the fact that you go into a Dodger series with him going against Tony Gonsolin and he's the one that looks like the legit starter is impressive because mm-hmm. I, he did, he looked great. The defense backed him up, but that's what he's going to do is he's going to get ground balls. He's going to do exactly what Kyle Wright did last year, which is get ground balls, limits hard contact, and even if he regresses at some point, he is giving you exactly what we've needed, which is somebody who we can trust is going to be competitive. I mean, Spencer Strider is not dominating like he did last year. And I'm a little concerned because we keep losing these Strider starts. And it's not like he's been awful, but he hasn't been as crisp or as sharp as he's been in the past. And so I'm like, okay, this is not ideal. Charlie Morton looked great against Texas and then terrible against the Dodgers. That's not something I'm super excited about, but that doesn't shock me though. That does not shock me. Doesn't same here. I mean, we've talked about Charlie Morton and he's kind of the Jekyll and Hyde of some days. He's great. And some days he's terrible. I kind of expect that, but Dylan Dodd looked good yesterday. Um, Jared Schuster's looked better. 
Um, and so guys are starting to look like what you've needed them to look like. Not to mention at some point, Max Reed's going to rejoin this rotation, hopefully. Um, I'm less confident in Kyle Wright rejoining this rotation at some point. But Michael Soroka is starting to look like a legit starter in AAA. And if Dodd and Schuster can find success in AAA or struggle in AAA but do well here, there's no reason to believe that Soroka, who has had success in the majors, can't do it as well. Um, I know there's some mechanics and they're going to take their time with him, so they don't want to rush him into the show. But Mm -hmm. we've got guys coming. In addition to that, A.J. smith Shaver continues to look really good. And while I don't think he's going to be starting in the Major League rotation anytime soon, I would not be surprised if by the middle to end of August he gets a spot start. And if he's successful, they're going to leave him up there. He's having one of those years that you need a guy like that to come up at the end of the season. I mean, I this is kind of my frame of reference. When I was a kid, I grew up in Orange County, and the Angels had Francisco Rodriguez, the K-Rod, come up at the very mm. end of the season, and nobody would ever seen him. And he took off, and he led the, led the Angels and in their bullpen and just kind of established himself as a guy and at the time um troy personal was still the closer but he took over the setup role and he was dynamite i don't think that he's going to be able to have the same type of success that rodriguez had then because the internet exists and so you're able to get a scouting report on a guy it's not like those days where you'd never seen the guy and so therefore he was going to dominate like we don't have that ability, but I still don't. I, I'm still confident that. I mean, it's not like he, the strikeouts aren't real. It's not like his pitching isn't real. Like he's a legit, really good player. He's got plenty of talent. He's barely played. He did. He was an inconsistent starter in high school, and he's just out of high school, so he's got plenty of room to grow. And I think they are going to get him with good coaching and allow them to tailor his mechanics to the ways the Braves want him. And he's going to be in the big leagues at some point. And he may struggle at some point, and we'll see him back in AAA, and that's no indictment on him. But I feel very comfortable um, pushing him. I think, I mean, I'm not going to rush him to the majors or anything. There's guys ahead of him that we should lean on first, but I would be shocked if we don't see him contributing at the big leagues even if contributing at the big leagues means he gets three innings at the end of the season and who knows what happens. Maybe he's great. Maybe he pitches out of the bullpen. I always like young starters getting an opportunity to pitch out of the bullpen in those scenarios because they're going to bring power. They're going to bring heat. And right now that's what this bullpen needs is some power and some heat. Um, I don't think that Lucas Leakey is going to be anything. I don't, I'm not confident in Joe Jimenez. Um, if AJ Minter continues to struggle, you're gonna need to do something. Um, Kirby H's look good. Nick Anderson absolutely has been kind of the savior of the bullpen. Rysel Iglesias is looking good or looking mm-hmm. back to normal, and all it takes is a couple of guys to say, "Hey, I can I can hang up here," and we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will. I'm excited for AJ Smith Shopper. Um, <clears throat> I think I I think he'll get a September call up. I, I don't think he'll start he'll start meaningful innings. He could. I, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked. I think the game mm-hmm. plan, though, will be, hey, let's long relief um, or, you know, just come in, chew up some innings, you know, mm-hmm. low leverage, mm-hmm. low pressure situations where you can get him some some action. Yeah. Um, but, Eric, your uh, your Braves rant of the um. week. What, what do you got? <laughs> Um, I mean, the bullpen thing has been frustrating. I think just in general, I hate series. Well, you know what? Here's my, my issue. So because I live in Southern California, I cannot watch the Dodgers and Braves series because Mm. I don't have cable to watch the Dodger channel and I don't have access to Bally sports out here without paying through my nose for it. And so I subscribe to MLB.TV and it's blacked or blocked out. For the entire time. And not only the entire time, but like two hours after the game. And even after that, it's still blocked out. So like the other day, I was trying to watch the Braves game. They 
were ending or they'd ended and i'm like okay i'll watch it now nope still blacked out i'll watch now nope still blocked out it was like 10 o'clock by the time i know it wasn't even that it was later it was like 11 11 30 and i'm like okay cool now i can finally watch this game nope still blacked out um it, i don't know it's annoying like i want to be able to watch the game like the rest of the world and i can't do that so i really don't like these series i especially don't like them when they're in atlanta because i can't go um I'm annoyed that the Braves gave up that 4-0 lead in get on Monday because I thought that we had that one in the bag and we just pooped up that game, which is was wonderful. But a big load of poopy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Ronald Acuna's been really good. I'm happy about that. He's been awesome. Ronald Acuna has been an MVP and it's not even particularly close. Yeah, I he's mean, been really, you, really good. Who do you really put good. ahead of him? Yeah. I was listening to some stats about like first inning stats for Ronald Acuna versus oh, first inning stats for like the Mets and teams stupid. like that. It's ridiculous. It's so. stupid. And He's then it's so been, good. It's been really good to see Austin Riley starting to hit again. Mm. Um, I, I've always, I've just come to embrace that Matt Olson is going to be streaky and that's okay. Streaky is fine because you have enough guys behind you that if one guy's streaky, another guy might be hot. And at some point, the whole lineup might be hot. It, it's we need to recognize that Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson are not the same person. Freddie Freeman nope. is a consistent hitter. He's going to give you a consistent bat every time. He's going to consistently be getting on base, getting hits, driving the ball. And Matt Olson is either going to strike out, walk, hit the ball a long way, and he's going to go through spells where he can't hit anything. And then he's going to go through spells where he'll hit four home runs in three days. And you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's really good. Whereas Freddie's going to give you 25 home runs a year. And he'll bat 330, but, like, he's a singles guy now or a doubles guy. That's fine, but I think Matt Olson is going to have higher highs. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. I'm willing to accept that um, because that's what we've got. And I can't mm-hmm. undo that. So, um, Orlando RC has been awesome, and I think we just need to all like admit that we're an idiot, we're stupid, and didn't know. And Orlando RC is really good. Yeah, I'll take the big L on that one. I I think I was the most vocal on this podcast, Eric, about how stupid I thought that decision was, and and here we are now, and Orlando is. Easily the most consistent player on this team outside of Acuna. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he is fielding well. He is uh, he's just he's doing his job. The man mm-hmm. man is doing his job. Mm-hmm. Not flashy, mm-hmm. not playing hero ball, just mm-hmm. doing, down, his doing his job. Mm-hmm. Um, Workmanlike, they say. He is. Last he's, one he's in blue. or first one in, last one out. He's a blue collar man. Well, I mean, you know, that uh, that situation <laughs> with the um, the 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 pitching clock thing. I don't know. Oh but, yeah, uh, that was. I, so I'm watching <laughs> the game yesterday, and it, I was getting a kick out of the pitch clock thing. And I'm like, okay, not that big of a deal. And then right after that, he gets called for a borderline strike, and Jeff Ranker, that's crap. I'm like, oh man, this is. <laughs> yeah, great. it got spicy. It got spicy. So I um, must, I must have missed this. He must have made a comment or a remark or something. Right? Oh yeah, straight up. Okay. Oh yeah, he come. He he was chirping and okay, and the um, umpire was just not taking his sheesh. So okay, that's and just, that's why Frank Cor yeah got as heated as he did is because yes, which is always said, fun. Making okay, help me understand this. I'm not from Atlanta. Never been to Atlanta besides the airport. Is outcast a thing? Like, did I miss Oh, Eric. That? Eric, ATLians, man. Outcast I is a never, thing. I'll have to never learn knew you. this. I never knew yes. this. So what is your favorite outcast song? Uh ATLians. Okay. All right. See, Cooler than a polar I... bear's toenails. Come on, man. The only one I knew was <laughs> Hey Ya. And I'm probably that's Classic. like the weakest of his songs just because that's well, what it's was just on an R and B pop song. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a pop song. 
no, out Outcast is definitely a thing. You listen as a Dansby Swanson guy, you should know he wore his ATLians jersey to the World Series parade. Okay, that's cool. So that's cool. Yes, Outcast Outcast is a big thing. There are big. All right. You know, I mean, we've got what we've got. Outcast, we've got Ludacris, okay. Ti. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, we got but Outcast is like it. Um, okay, all right. He's like the anyway, red hot chili my peppers opinion. for the for the the Braves. I'm trying to think of uh, like... something like that. I you, they are uh, so uh, so Andre three thousand and Big Boy are to Atlanta what Biggie Smalls is to New York. Okay, or to, or, right. or Tupac is to South Central LA. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's so, fair. Yep. I uh, I really wanted to go to the game last night. I'm not gonna lie. Huh. I wanted I wanted my outcast bobblehead, but tickets were outrageous. Yeah. Um, wow. So I uh, it's a big deal. It's a thing. Um That's but anyways, cool. Eric, uh rave of the week. Um big highs. What do you got? Um, I think major I mean, I no, I'm going to Bryce Elder. He's just been solid. Like every time I need a guy to do something, Bryce Elder shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, I know you guys didn't believe in me, but I belong here. I'm going to be here for a while. And I think that's awesome. Like, I don't expect him to be a Cy Young Award winner or no, like do anything crazy. But like, if you can just show up every day and give me something like remember Kevin Millwood? Yes. Oh, do I remember Kevin Millwood? Kevin Millwood wasn't like the guy he wasn't one of the big three but kevin millwood was in that rotation too and he was fine he was solid he's a guy that's like oh yeah you're pretty good too but you're just not those guys and i think bryce elder's got some of that he's like oh yeah i belong here but i don't need to be that guy to be to belong here and like that's good that's important you need those guys on a winning team and i think that's that's going to be a huge part of what helps us sustain this because I mean, I'm disappointed that we had such a good lead on the Mets and we've kind of let them not so much climb back, but like we didn't bury them, but Mm -hmm. we weren't going to bury them anyway. And we got through this part of, I mean, we were looking at this month like, oh man, this is going to be tough. They've got the Dodgers and the Astros and the, not the Astros, the Dodgers and the Mariners and all these teams are going to be a challenge. And for the most part, we've weathered it. We didn't look amazing against the Dodgers, but. We look good against the Mariners. We haven't talked about that series. We won two or three there. Um, We look good against the Rangers, even though the Rangers were a really challenging team. Mm -hmm. We didn't Mm -hmm. look good against the Blue Jays, but that's okay. Um, World Series favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, And I think we're going to remind the Phillies that they're not that good. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, I agree. Yeah, Bryce Elder, man, um, and Kevin Millwood, both of those. I mean, those are the guys you count on to show up, fourth, fifth mm-hmm. starter, and say, "Give me six. Yeah, give me six and keep us in it. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. You know, you're mm-hmm. gonna give up some hits. You're gonna give up some runs. Doesn't matter. Keep us in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you expect an especially an offense that we've got mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. You expect them to show up, and if they don't show mm-hmm. up, well, then that's on them because. Elder did his job. I mean, you go exactly. six, go six, give up three, um, mm-hmm. you know, two or three, like you're golden. Mm-hmm. Like that's you're in the ball game then. Um, mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, my my rave to you, Eric, will be completely mm-hmm. unsurprising. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been tooting this horn for weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But as of last night, it is official mm-hmm. that. With a WRC plus of 102, we live in a world where by hmm. two points, Marcelo Zuna is an above average player. <laughs> He's back. The He's dude is back. back. The dude is back. And you know what? If all he does is swing and miss or hit home runs at the clip he's doing it now, I'm fine mm-hmm. with paying him what we're paying him. Um, yeah. And he's having fun. And he's having yeah. fun. He's having fun again. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to move him up in the order a little bit. Okay. Um, I want him, I want him hitting with people on base. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and so would you put you him know, behind Sean Murphy? Um, I or would, would you put, put him, him behind, behind Ozzy Albies? Here's, um, yes, I would put him behind Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I keep looking at our lineup mm-hmm. and I just, 
I, I had a thought mm-hmm. and I want to get your opinion. Okay. Probably semi unrelated to my, to my rave. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess really my rate. Well, I'll save that for next week, depending okay. on how we do this week. Um, okay. Acuna. Mm-hmm. Arcia. Okay. Murphy. Fine. Olsen. Okay. Riley. Sure. Ozuna. Fine with that. Albies. Okay. Who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? Michael Harris. Uh, uh, Harris. Or, or what's his name? Eddie Rosario. Left field, Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate it. Um, I don't mind Arcia batting right behind Acuna. I think that's probably fair. I'm also okay with Sean Murphy batting behind Acuna. I think Sean Murphy has shown that he can be a patient hitter, gets on base enough. I don't think I like having – who did you have third? I had Murphy third. I had, had Murphy fourth. Third. Oh, had yeah, yeah, yeah I, see. I I guess that's okay. I don't like having Mer- or Olsen and Riley so far down the order. I think Olsen should be your third guy and Riley should be your fourth guy. And that's why I put Murphy two. I'd go Acuna, Murphy, Olsen, Riley. Um, I'm fine with those who are there. I'd probably go Ozzy Albies. And then I'd keep Arcia, Leftfield, and Harris. But I am not, which I think that's kind of how it's been. No, they have Eddie Rosario way too high. Whatever. I don't think ours are. Yeah. I don't. I've never been a big. No, that's not true. I am not currently a big fan of Eddie Rosario. I think that's the most upgradable spot in on the team because I would agree. I think Michael Harris needs to upgrade himself, but I don't think <laughs> we necessarily need to go do something. I think um, preview it's official- for my rant next week. Oh, good lord! Yeah, he's been terrible. Um, I think. If I'm out Luxanthopolis, the focus that I had intended to spend looking for a shortstop is now being reallocated towards finding a defensive center fielder because Michael Harris needs some time away. He needs mm-hmm. some time at AAA to figure himself out. Sam's laughing at me. She's like nodding her head like, yeah, Michael Harris needs to t- spend some time. Um, because Sam is <laughs> smart and she knows baseball. She is smart and she does know baseball. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, he just doesn't look like he is ready to be. No, he's just he needs some time. Well, and honestly, look, I mean, he's still playing great defensive center field. So, I mean, batting ninth is at the end of the world that if he gets on base, we've got somebody in front of. You know, Acuna and Olsen? No. I mean, I'd love right. to see his bat improve. But yeah. um, anyway, preview for next week. Cool. 2024 uh, with Tommy John surgery. What's this? I missed whatever you were saying. How could, how could you miss it, Eric? The ghost of Tommy John haunts the Braves, man. The, the ghost they of Tommy Ritchie. John. Oh, yeah. That's they okay, though. How That's many guys, okay. though, is that? How many guys is that with Tommy John? It's a few. There's a there's a good amount. But here's I mean, I'm less concerned with young minor leaguers because we don't expect that. I like I would rather a guy have Tommy John while they're in the minors and we haven't expected anything from them than like Ian Anderson, who's in the majors and now he's having Tommy John. Like that's just super it's a big bummer. But I mean, J.R. Ritchie, he's young. He's pitching in the big leagues for the first time. Um, give him a chance to make sure that he gets his everything else right. I mean, Max Fried had minor league um, Tommy John surgery, and he was fine. That's part of why we were able to get him. So we'll be okay. True. Um, and we've got other guys, Owen Murphy and Cole Phillips and A.J. Smith-Shaver, who are showing that they're going to progress through. And so it's good. You you'll have a guy at the back end of that wave. That's going to be awesome. And that's how we continue our streak of contenders for rookie of the year. I mean, okay. We haven't talked about this. 
last year we had everyone told us, oh, we have no minor leagues. Oh, our prospects are terrible. And then Spencer Strider and Michael Harris dominated and were one and two for rookie of the year. The year before that, I don't remember who our big rookie was, but I feel like we had somebody that was important. Trying to remember. I don't know. Who knows? No, that was the year that we won the World Series. Who the heck was good on that team? I don't know. Whatever. This is stupid. I'm not going anywhere with this. But like Waskar, you know, uh, Ian Anderson was good. Um, William Contreras. William Contreras. So like we had guys that contributed. And I think this is going to be like part of that wave. Like we may not get a AJ Smith Shaver, but um, excuse me, but I'm pretty sure Bryce Elder is a rookie. And at this point is probably earning himself some rookie of the year votes. And if he keeps this up, like might have ourselves another candidate. Last I checked, he was leading the at National League in ERA, which is impressive. That's so incredibly impressive. Right? So we've got some dudes. And even if, if he's not a rookie, that's fine. He's sure showing that our minor league system's not dead. So Nope. Well, I, I think as long as we continue to move our talent through, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll be okay. Um, yeah. I would not be shocked if one of the Owen Murphy or uh, Cole or some of these other pitchers get moved mm-hmm. for a left field player. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I know we don't need another right-handed bat, but that guy out of the A's. Oh, uh, Rooker? Rooker. Would not mm-hmm. mind having him, um, yeah. but the 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 asking is going to be absurd on that. So I'm not even trying. Um, I wouldn't even mess around yeah. with him. I take an old dude that's kind of just been in the league, like JD Martinez. Yeah, except they're I, excuse JK. my words. Um, <laughs> don't like that guy. Nope. Hard <laughs> pass. Hard pass. Um, jumping into a weekly preview, Eric, we beat the Phillies in a, a first game of three last night, eight to five bats looked mm-hmm. good. Uh, mm-hmm. Finish out the, uh, I'm sorry, four game series. we got three more games coming up uh, tonight, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and a Sunday evening special on mm-hmm. ESPN two. Uh, mm-hmm. Tomorrow we've got Jared Schuster going up against Taiwan Walker. Win. Um, win. Um, I would agree. Uh, next mm-hmm. game, we've got Charlie Morton up against Zach Wheeler. 110 um, game that's a loss i think that's an l um and then finally that uh that sunday game is uh spencer strider and then they haven't they haven't posted a, a the strata the strata strata um yes <laughs> uh so yeah i'm thinking three one I, I don't think we i don't think we overcome zach wheeler i think zach's just too good um He's but you could you never know charlie you never know. morton and I think, is charlie morton yeah I love Charlie Morton. I just think the teams like the Phillies, the Dodgers, the teams that prioritize power, I think he's mm-hmm. not going to do well against. Mm-hmm. Um, just They kind of tee off on him, which is never they do. fun. It's never fun, but not every like team. Watching. Yeah. Not every team. And he's looked really good. Just not every yeah. team is prioritizes that power, and so he can he can get away with it. Uh, follow and that every, every now and then he turns back the clock and he turns into the stud that he used to be and – we just move on because it's like, oh, wow, Charlie Morton was really good. Like, if we swept the Phillies, that would feel so good. It would feel so good. Just to remind everybody, like, boys, we are still the number one team out here. And don't you forget it. Yeah, put some respect on that name. Um, so after that, we head out on a road trip to the future Vegas Athletics. Um, Bryce Elder on the bump for that first game on Monday. Um, I think that's that's just a three game. I think it's a three game sweep, no matter who we put on mm-hmm. the mound, because we haven't. Announced I bet it. that's the week that we call up Michael Soroka. And I would say Soroka to... starts the Tuesday game. Yeah, and we're like, oh, he's back, he's back, and no, he's playing the A's, but that's fine. I hate it. I really, I hate it, and and here's why. And this is, mm-hmm. I'm gonna sh- short rant, and then we'll keep moving forward. I just mm-hmm. for what the guy has gone through. Mm-hmm. And what he's done to come back, you're going to call him up on a road trip and you're not going to let him yeah, have his first like... game back in front of the home crowd. So you're um, saying you want him back for the Mets series? The I would say bring week? him. I would say yes. When it comes to June, right, that Friday, we start a series with the Diamondbacks, which I think will be more competitive 
than mm-hmm. some people expect. They, the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks look are really good. good. Yeah, they're they the look really team. good. Um, yeah, that's going to be I, a big Sean Murphy series because the Diamondbacks like to steal bases. They've got guys that can swipe bags, and mm-hmm. Sean Murphy is going to be flexing his muscles. Also, um, so I feel like it is important to note, especially because he is contributing on my fantasy team, this is the guy that the A's received in exchange for Braves legend Will, Will, William Contreras. I always want to mix you him up with If you bring Wilson up Estuary Ruiz one more time, Eric. Okay, what do you think his batting average is? Uh, 230. Higher. How many stolen bases do you think he has? Uh, 25. More. How many home runs do you think he has? Three. One. Um, how many times do you think he scored a run? Uh, ooh. on the A's, on the A's, thirty-three. Not quite that many, but he has twenty-three runs scored. He's hit one okay. home run, driven in twenty-two. He's swiped twenty-six bags, and he's batting two seventy-five. And in the last month. He's stolen 21 bases and batting 288. It's impressive. Kid's it's good. impressive. And he's playing center field. He's, listen, nobody doubted that he was, I mean, he was. That is he, not true. We all doubted this. No, because he was, he was the Brewers big guy coming up. Everybody knew it. And so he was the only, the, the trade of Contreras to Milwaukee to get Ruiz to send to the A's was the only reason we could pull off the Sean Murphy trade. Right. But I don't and think any he of was, us, he was the piece like, and there we was laughed no, at the A's. we laughed at the A's. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Like, but like, here's like, I mean, in today's A's game, A's in, to, in today's game, a guy that like can hit the ball for average and swipe bags. Mm-hmm. The, the value is not nearly as high as it was mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago. Maybe true. even longer. Uh-huh. I mean, now, okay. I'm going to back that up mm-hmm. real quick before I just start running my mouth off before thinking. Mm-hmm. With the bases as they are, mm-hmm. and and stolen base attempts going up and successful mm-hmm. steals going up, mm-hmm. it's great to get a guy in scoring position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the A's do this all the time. Okay. Yes. Estre Ruiz is going to show out. He's going to develop. Um, and he's he, I, he's going to help Eric win his fantasy league. Keep going. He's, <laughs> I just it's an unsustainable model. Let's get the one trade piece right. Let's get our one trade guy. We're yeah. going to call him up, and he's going to be our guy. And yeah. and he's gonna he's gonna play lights out. I mean, mm-hmm. unreal. And then we get to a point where it comes contract time and he wants more than we're going to give him. Mm-hmm. And so then they have to either move him or, or lose him in free agency where they'll get very little and you've mm-hmm. got to go onto the gamble of the draft. Cause you never have a guarantee. I just, it's so unsustainable. The A's, the Oakland A's are the, one of the worst run franchises in all of sports, not just baseball, all of sports. And it drives me nuts because we talk about this game that we love and we talk about this team that has this miserable stadium, but has all of this great history moving to Vegas, which I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like, what is that going to gain you? You're just, uh, sorry. I already <laughs> had my rant for the day. I just, I hate it. I hate it so much. I love it for you because he's helping your fantasy team. I'm not doing fantasy baseball this year. Cause I had no margin to do any of the stuff I needed to do. Not to mention you and I can't find a league that can be big enough for us to actually put a league together. No, but next year, maybe we do a listeners league and have some fun. That'd be fun. Let's do it. That'd be sick. Listeners. If you're out there, reach out, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram that you're interested in. We can make this happen. Tell your boys. Um, But anyway, that's, uh, that's the preview. Um, Eric parting words. Parting thoughts, parting words, parting thoughts. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really thankful that the Braves weathered this storm. We looked at this schedule, 
um, when Max Fried went down. Like I'm looking at this schedule right now. We saw Max Fried go down against was the Red Sox or whatever Baltimore. Oh, it was against Baltimore. And I'm like Toronto, Seattle, Dodgers, Philly. I'm like that's not fun. Nope. And then you got a couple of weeks, but then Arizona, Oakland, the Mets, Washington, Detroit, Colorado, Philadelphia again, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Miami, All Star break. Or, I mean, it's Cleveland, Tampa Bay, then All-Star break. Like, we're going to be fine. We're going to make it through. We got through the hard part of that schedule. We obviously need to keep the pressure on, not quit during June. But this is the time for guys who've had a rough go of it. Let's get right. Okay, Michael Harris, let's go. This is your time. This is your time. You got to go here. You got to pick it up. Spend a couple of days getting your swing right, but then you got to go here. This is the time. I think of when... When I was in high school, I ran cross country. Um, and my coach, he'd always say, run your race, run your race. But there was a certain point where he would tell us, okay, this is your time. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And this is the Braves time. Like, they've got a lead, but the schedule's soft. Go put some work in. Go create distance. Like, let's go. Because this is where we run away from the division. We separate ourselves. Give ourselves a margin for error bury the Mets, make sure they know who's boss. And then we set ourselves up for success because I don't really care about being the number one team in the playoffs. Don't really care about all that stuff. I want to be rested. I want to be ready to rock. And I want to make sure that we are in the division. I don't care about what happened last year. I don't think that we're going to run ourselves into an, a hot Phillies team. And if you do, it's there's nothing we can do about that. We just got to be ready. Um, Plus, you can't. I don't want to flirt with danger and pretend like, oh, it's better to be the wild card team. No, we're not playing that game. Not, I'm not here for that. We got to win. We got to do our thing. Plus, I like having consecutive division titles. That makes me feel good. It's what I'm used to. That's what we grew up with. It was the Braves winning the division. All is right with the world when the Braves are number one. That's the way it goes. That's why we're here. I think that's it. I think that's all I've got. Sweep the leg, Johnny. That's what we're going for. Um, I'll be excited to watch these series because um, mm-hmm. I think it will be less stressful. Um, my parting words, um, I will not be watching the game tonight. Um, okay. I will be finding a way to watch the SEC men's baseball quarterfinals as the University of Alabama Crimson Tide's resurgence after all of the drama that's gone on there facing a very good Vanderbilt team. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be hoping and praying for a miracle. Um, right. That's what I will be doing tonight. Speaking um, of Alabama, um, I hear there's some Netflix show about the Alabama sorority stuff. Are you a big Alabama Alabama sorority guy? Uh, you know, I was never really big into Greek life. Uh-huh. Um, I was what uh, Georgia's Southern Greek life had defined and described as a GDI. Um, for those of you kids, don't Google that. Ask your parents. <laughs> Um, I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I'll, I'll wait till we're not recording to find that out. It starts with God and ends with independent. You can fill in the gaps. Uh, so yeah, not, um, not big on Greek life as it pertains to commitment, but, um, you know, it sounds interesting. Um, I may have to go check that out, but with that, Eric, roll tide and we'll catch you next week. Also, Bronny James is going to be a USC Trojan. So bring in what a some... waste. Yeah, he should have gone to like Duke or something, some like real basketball school. Or go to go. Your dad's from Ohio. You're not going to go to Big Ten basketball country to Ohio State. Like, come no, on, man. No, we're not sending your kid to Ohio. Come on. That's where he's from. Yeah, I should at least send him to UCLA, even though well, okay. I don't really. I don't know. I get you though. That would have been kind of cool. But I think it's I that whole NIL thing is it is fascinating to the future of college sports because in theory, LeBron James's kid could go to Akron University or University of Akron, and LeBron James is like, oh yeah, and we also want other kid and other kid and other kid and other kid, and I'm gonna pay you all like a million each. And suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, the number one, two, three, four, and five. Like, you've got the big – or the – what is it, the thing that Michigan had? 
The Fab Five. The Fab Five, but it's sponsored by LeBron. Like, there's no nothing stopping them from doing that kind of thing. And that just it feels really weird. Um, it kind of makes me feel makes college sports feel dirty because dirty. I mean, it's always been dirty. I mean, you know, you're the Alabama guy. You guys could pay whoever you wanted. But you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'll tell but, you, you want to get into the weeds and the real dirty skinny on the NIL? Look at what's happening with college football conference realignment right now. It's oh, disgusting. I know. I know. I mean, the fact that USC and UCLA are moving to the Big Ten or whatever, I'm like, what? You guys what are a, Big Ten? What is going on here? It's so stupid, Eric. It's so stupid. I I, I fear for the future of the sport. But this is a baseball podcast. <laughs> and Eric, with that, we end another Friday podcast uh, for Eric Marcus. I'm Kellen Key. This has been ranting and braving. Oh, we'll see. Where can people find you on Twitter? Yes. And find Instagram. me on Twitter and Instagram, both at Kellen B Key. There you go. You're smart. I need to realign my stuff. But you can find me on Twitter at. Uh, I'm kind of mixing these things up. In Twitter, is, it's Mr. Marcus. And that's. Marcus M A R K U S and at don't forget the on K. Instagram at Eric underscore Marcus. That's Eric with a K, Marcus with a K. Anyway, um, this has been fun. It's um, been a pleasure. Yeah, let's do Good it again. Stuff. And Go do it Braves. Again. Chop on Go Braves. Are we allowed to say that? Are we still allowed to chop? Uh yes, we are still allowed to chop. We just we don't Good. get the music. We don't get the music. Oh, I miss just the, the drums. Music. I love just the, the drums. <laughs> the music was great. I always it's great. It's how I got started as a race fan was the chop. It's a good time. Do mm-hmm. the chop. We'll see you later. Ooh. All right. See ya.